And it's nice, I love teaching my kids. We have struggles, but I love teaching my kids. Welcome to What Laura Likes, the podcast that helps you pursue the narrow path. Here you can find content regarding Catholicism, both for those new to the faith, as well as those of you looking to go deeper. You will also find content on the vocation of marriage, including motherhood and homeschooling. This audio is taken from a previously published YouTube video that was either highly popular or I thought would translate well to audio. If you'd like to see the video for this and other episodes, you can head to my YouTube channel, What Laura Likes. If you'd like to see the video for this and other episodes, you can head to my YouTube channel, What Laura Likes. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review if it adds value to your life. Also, consider supporting this podcast on Patreon to help it continue. You can find out more about me or contact me by heading to my website, whatlauralikes.com, or following me on Instagram at whatlauralikes18. Enjoy the show. As I said, I am Laura. I'm a Catholic homeschooling mommy of two, and this is a collab with other Catholic homeschooling mommies started by Lisa at Catholic Marathon Mom. She has a lot of wisdom. She's such a sweet woman, and there are also others involved. So with that said, there are five questions, and so we're just going to go through them. So first one, just introducing myself. That's awesome. We can do that. So I am Laura. I have two kiddos. They are six and nine, so third grade and kindergarten. Both of my kids, they're old for their grades. So we do kind of a blend of third, fourth work with my kiddo, with my older daughter. And then my son is like, he's pretty much finished with all kindergarten work, but he's not quite ready for really jumping into reading heavily. So we're kind of doing some Waldorfy stuff and just flexible stuff with him. Anyway, those are my two kiddos I'm homeschooling. I am an army wife and obviously a YouTuber. That's where I'm coming from. So that's me. I also went to law school, but obviously I'm home here protecting my, uh, protecting, um, yeah, I'm protecting them, but I'm also here teaching my kids and raising them. And I've homeschooled since the very beginning. So my defining moment when I knew that I wanted to be a homeschooler, our process was actually a bit slower. I have an education degree, a bachelor of science in early elementary. We actually did think that we were going to put our kids into school eventually and how it worked was we didn't want to do, we didn't, we knew we didn't want to do preschool. So we just kind of let that slide. And I just hung out with Chloe and we just worked. We did ABC Mouse a little bit. I don't think we did any workbooks at that age. Just, you know, lots of play, tons of reading and, you know, a little bit of app stuff that honestly teaches them a lot. Like it's so funny because I mean, this is a whole side note about screen time. But first of all, I went to doctor the other day. She's like, how much screen time does your kids get? And it's like, you had SpongeBob SquarePants on in the lobby. But, you know, there are some really great educational apps out there that, you know, I learned through my technology. So why don't my kids learn a little bit? Like, why are we shunning all technology when we learn through them? I don't know. Anyway, that's a side note. We did use ABC Mouse with Chloe when she was little. Anyway, long story short, my husband was deploying for the end of her preschool year and the beginning of her kindergarten year. And so I was like, you know what? I don't want to put her in kindergarten One, because you're deploying, but also because they only had a whole day kindergarten available. And we didn't think that it was developmentally appropriate for a five, six-year-old to be in a school all day long. So we made the choice to keep her home and I was going to homeschool her. And that year, you know, we just kind of did, we did a hundred easy lessons, which were not easy, on how to read, again, lots of books and things like that, and, and got her through her kindergarten year. 
then we were like, okay, what about, and I even called Matthew C. And I was like, well, we're going to put our kid in school at some point. Anyway, long story short, the next year we actually left the army and got out to where if she had started kindergarten, first grade in the town, it would have only been for about three months. And then we were moving to a different town. And so I'm like, well, let's just homeschool first grade. And at this point, because we've been homeschooling for technically two years of like opting out of the public school system, and this was when the very beginning of like my reversion story and things, I was really, really enjoying weaving in Catholicism into all the subjects. We did a lot of Bible reading. We did a lot of saint stuff. At some, one point, I was like, I just, I think this is what we just need to do continually. And so we did. So we, I, and then when we moved here, actually said to my husband, like, I'm, I'm doing this forever. Like, I'm just, I'm not even, I don't even want to consider high school. Like, I'm going to do this forever. Like, I have it. First of all, I have degrees. Like, it's fine. I can teach. But also, like, you don't need a degree to teach. You just have to have the drive to learn how to teach. And then to also trust God to, you know, that you are, as the Bible says, the first teachers of your children. And so there was no defining moment that I remember, like, this moment we're homeschooling. But my husband slowly got on board with me. And even when we unschooled, which he did not like at all, you know, he still trusted me to get through. And obviously my kids are continuing to thrive. And so it's worked out. And now he's a very huge, he's a huge proponent of homeschooling. And our kids are like some of the most socialized kids I've ever met. So anyway, I have a video on that if you want, if you need a socialization video. Do you create your own curriculum, use a faith-based curriculum or a secular curriculum? So I've always kind of hodgepodge my curriculums together. Chloe is enrolled in Seton right now, and I like the majority of the workbooks that they give us, but I'm not a huge workbook heavy educator, and we won't enroll next year because I don't do the testing at all. Some of my curriculum is secular if it's something like math or it's something like reading. So things that are more skill-based, I'm totally fine using secular material. However, I definitely prefer using Catholic material. I just actually got Neil the phonics, like the little stories phonics program from Catholic Heritage Curricula. And then Chloe is using, like I said, mostly Seton, but we have all about reading and we have, we have all about spelling. And I really actually prefer those programs. Chloe is slightly dyslexic. And so those have been great programs. I don't think I'm going to have to use them with Neil. Anyway, so if there's a secular program out there, I will use it if it's going to be more beneficial than some of the Catholic ones. I gear more towards unschooling Charlotte Mason compared to classical education. What has been your greatest challenge homeschooling and how are you facing it or have overcome it? So I would say my biggest challenge is protecting our homeschool time. And my second biggest challenge is making a plan and sticking with it. Before doing a flyaway day system, I unschooled mostly because I didn't have a plan for the rest of my life. Now that my days are more structured, I cat has helped me find room for homeschooling or I told her when my ideal ideal homeschooling time was and she showed me how to get most of my work done before we even start homeschooling, which is such a beautiful blessing. And then obviously the afternoons are legit times to get things done. I have a weird this is a total side note, but from like one o'clock to when I have to start dinner, I am kind of all over the place and I, I'm going to work on it because I have this book that I've already read, Mother, Mother's Rule of Life, if you can't see. And I'm, I'm talking, anyway, this is like my goal this week is to like get my, my afternoons a bit more locked down. 
So anyway, the protecting the time has gotten easier because I just had to give up the fact that we are not running errands in the morning. And then our schooling only takes like one to two hours. So really like I just need to do it. Protecting it and doing it is lovely. Okay. And then the other one, just picking curriculum. I think that homeschoolers in general just struggle with trying to find that perfect curriculum. And I'm still trying to find every kid's different. So what works with one kid doesn't necessarily work with another kid. And I think what, as a parent, as a homeschooling parent, you have to be humble enough to accept that even if it costs money and you're like, hmm, what do I do with this curriculum now that I don't have the other child using it? Do I hang on to it? And then the minimalism, the minimalist in me is like, no, don't hang on to it. But that's my own thing. Just kind of doing some research and buying like bits and pieces of curriculum to see if it's a good fit and then being willing to change your plan if you need to. I also do a lot of looping now. So loop scheduling to me has like been a really good fit because that way I don't feel like I have to hit 100 subjects every day. I have to hit like two. And then the next day I hit different two. Except for the like priority. So Sarah McKenzie, if you have a chance to join her membership, has the most fabulous teaching program in there. And I do want to suggest the book Teaching from Rest by Sarah McKenzie. I need to pick it up again and look read through it. But she really does help you teach from rest. And she's Catholic and there's a lot of Bible quotes in there. You know, we have to know our why. So I think that goes to the last question. Number five, what advice would you give someone considering homeschooling for the first time? I would say that's awesome. Give yourself a lot of grace. Don't try to replicate the classroom because it's not the classroom. It's your home. And it's your home first before it's your homeschooling space. I think you need to protect your homeschooling time and also just figure out your why and also figure out your most important thing. So one of my most important things is spending time with the kids each day reading aloud. I think that if we only did that, my kids would come away with a really beautiful education. That might sound shocking, but I really think the science is behind the reading aloud and then maybe the copy work from reading aloud. We are reading through Little House on the Prairie for the Read Aloud Revival membership book club. It's just been so beautiful. And so finding just good stories to read to your kids. Don't think that that's not schooling because the fun stuff is also schooling besides the math and the grammar, the Latin and the science, which we do a lot of um, science on YouTube because that's just the way I roll. You can't do everything. Don't, don't try to be everything. You know, teachers go to school for four or five years and they're given a lot of assistance. It takes years and years to become a good classroom teacher. You know, we're just, we don't have years and years of third graders, right? We have these two little kids or five little kids or how many kids constantly growing and changing and we have to like struggle to keep up with them. So homeschooling just looks so different. So give yourself a lot of grace and put, put God first, you know, teach your kids your prayers and count that as school, you know, go to mass and count that as school, go to adoration and count that as school. Homeschooling is such a beautiful process because it it puts your home life in a place we're always together and there's always this beautiful flow that's being controlled by us. It's not being controlled by external you know, forces. Now, I signed up Chloe for ballet. So when ballet is scheduled, we go to ballet or swim lessons or whatever. But we chose that. No one's dictating when we're doing science. We're dictating it. And I have to say, this isn't part of the questions, but one of the best fruits of homeschooling is that my kids are best friends. And the homeschooling families that I see the siblings have a different dynamic because they're just taught to always lean on each other and rely on each other. They're, they're their playmates. They're, 
their best friends, they're their comrades, they're their partners in crime, like whatever it is, you know, every day, all day, they're hanging out. And yes, we take breaks and we have quiet time away from everybody so that everyone can have some refresh time, but we come back together and it's just such a beautiful shared experience of life. That's what eternity is going to be, right? Is we all get to share eternity together. And why not start now? Because we love our kids. We want to hang out with them. And it's just wonderful. I want to thank Lisa for inviting me to be a part of this collab. Please be sure to check out other people, their videos in the comments down below. I love each and every one of you. Remember to know God, love God, and do God's will to serve him in this life so we can be together with him for all of eternity. Because he loves you so, so much. And I hope you know that. God bless. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. I hope this episode has blessed you. For more like this, head over to my YouTube channel, What Laura Like. Be sure to subscribe, review this podcast, follow me on Instagram, and visit my website, whatlauralikes.com, for more info about what I do. Until next time, continue to know, love, and serve God. Pax Christi.